0: And we're back! Welcome to Snatch Season 2. As you know by now, I'm Sam Damshness, the Associate Editor of Gay Times. And I'm joined by Fashion Editor, Umar Sawa.
1: Oh, girl,
0: can you believe we've been renewed for a Season 2? Who would have thought it? When it's right, it's right. Are you ready to dive into All-Star 6? I'm ready to dive in deep, honey. All right, let's dive. Come on, All-Stars, let's get started. Okay, so this week, saw the top five queens take to the stage to share hilarious and heartwarming stories in a performance challenge to decide who makes it to the grand finale. I mean, first things first, though, we had the fallout from last week. We were left on a major cliffhanger. Silky versus Eureka.
1: Which big girl is going to make it out on top? Eureka she won eureka, she conquered eureka you found it i oh. think it was deserved do you know what the whole first five minutes of the show wrapped up really nicely mm. where i think silky left in good spirits humor and with grace and i think what silky said she she was an mvp of that episode like she
0: did the redemption Yeah, absolutely. And the way she even left the stage, I mean, that's the way you want to leave Drag Race, right? The way she just made a joke out of it. She celebrated with Eureka about both of them having their wins. And do you know Um, what? I had a little tear in my eye. You saw that,
1: didn't you? I think, yeah, it was touching. (laughs) It was an emotional moment. I think both the queens did the best they could, but ultimately Eureka... Mm snagged it in the final moment. But yeah, yeah, we love big silk with a big meal. Yeah.
0: I remember thinking last week, if Silky somehow doesn't make it to the top five after winning all those lip syncs, it is going to be so undeserved. But if you think about it, she's won anyway. She's won. And it's not fair to let her back into competition when she's missed so many weeks. So yeah, I think it worked out for the best.
1: I think we worked out the best. And also she got more airtime in that one episode compared to the semi-final and the final show combined. Like she got so much airtime. So she's got the fire and Mm. may she run full with
0: it. There's never been an episode in Drag Race history where one queen has been the main star like that. So main character. We love you, silky silk. Let's go on to the challenge. And um, as you can tell from my tone of voice, I don't know what to say
1: mm. about it. So
0: they had to entertain, and they called it the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent monologue. Mm. Honestly, as a viewer, I didn't know how I should have been reacting to this episode. Was it a comedy challenge? Was it a challenge to inspire? Was it a challenge to see who tells the best story? What was I, it?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was very much like an avant-garde club where they do the Clicky click, yes, mama, yes. It was very much that. I think because the challenge wasn't so clearly defined, I think all the performances didn't measure up. It was like, is it a comedy challenge like you said? Yeah. Is it an inspirational pink table talk moment like we did mm-hmm. previously? So for me, I match your sentiments. Mm. Kind of underwhelmed. Yeah. Me.
0: Yeah. See, over the years, we've just been accustomed to when a queen gets up on that main stage on her own to tell a story, it's been funny. Yeah. Or it's not been funny. And it's been hilarious because it's not been funny the way the edit Do you know what I mean, Yeah. but this week it was just the queens getting up there saying heartwarming or inspiring or funny stuff. But the judges just being like... <laughs> Like, it was just like, what do I do? Do I laugh or um, should I be inspired? What, how should I feel in this moment?
1: Yeah, I think across the board, judging panel, viewers at home, the queens themselves, I think everyone was a bit perplexed. Yeah. I was uh, a little bit fatigued as well, I think, mm. at this stage. I think it's the energy, I think, at the final stretch of the race should be explosive, high energy, run towards that finish mark. And it just kind of felt a bit of a... A mellow, wello, wello, kind of episode. Yeah, I
0: mean, we, we were both knackered watching this episode. Exhausted. We didn't have the energy. Drag fatigue. <laughs>
1: I just, compared to last week, it was just complete opposite. Mm. So going off of the main challenge, who do you
0: think did well? Oh, come on now. This was like a landslide victory for Miss Eureka. Mm. Horn dogs, she shat herself, this, that, the other, and I think I can't remember which judge
1: said it. Maybe what's his name? Is it Carlton? I Presley? think it's Car- no. <laughs> how, how dare you misname him like that? It's not Carlton. It's Carlson Presley, <laughs> Presley, <laughs> Presley, Carlson Presley. Hello, it is so funny. Um, I agree. I agree because I think the critique mm-hmm. was basically. This is a rehearsed script monologue in your head, mm-hmm. but you need to roll it off the tongue as if it's coming right there in the moment. Yeah. And I think Eure- mm-hmm. I-, I think for me, my main takeaway from this was, it's not necessarily about the story, it's about your charisma, uniqueness, love, and talent. The charisma, mm-hmm. the tone of voice, how you warm up the crowd, the mm-hmm. energy, and being quick-witted and light on your feet. And yeah. I think Eureka's... Blessed with that voice that mm-hmm. she can say anything and it's going to invite you in. It's going to make you laugh. So definitely MVP of the episode for me, You're Eureka. Right. And it was just a good story. Well, you love a shit joke. I do. Love, you tell a few too? I love shit
0: jokes. I don't care if it's crass. I don't care. It makes me laugh. Eureka plus shit joke. I'm
1: sold. I'm there. I'll watch the show. Do you know what I'm talking about? We love to see that. Yeah. I think with Eureka, I agree... It was um toilet humour in both ways, but it did the job. She looked fabulous as a bunny. Oh yeah. However, oh, if you want to compare one big funny queen to another, I don't think ginger for me no. did that mm. well.
0: No, it was too deep. It was too right. I'm not saying you can't be deep or, you know, whatever. I just wasn't sold. I was expecting Ginger to make me laugh because that's her shtick. That's her gig. That's what she does. And every time she would say something, I'd be like, huh? But then I was like, oh, wait, that wasn't funny. But was it supposed to be funny? Like, what, How am I supposed to
1: react? What am I supposed to do? Girl, you just got to sit. You're doing the easy <laughs> job. Just sit and watch. <laughs> I think with Ginger, I we've said this before. I think at this stage, it just comes across a little bit too mechanical, a little Ooh. bit too pageantry, like they said yeah. in the episode. Because I feel like the Wizard of Oz story with the ruby shoes and the mom and the dad just stood there at the door and looked down. He was furious. <laughs> I feel like it was just... I, she was yeah. saying touching things, but I didn't, it didn't touch me. No. And I feel like... I mean, that's where the mark was kind of missing for me with Ginger, even though it had all the ingredients to be a success. The yeah.
0: thing is, she can tell a story, though. She can say a, a long story without stuttering like I fucking do on this podcast every week. I stutter every fucking second. Oh like she has the gift of the gab mm. just like Eureka. But for me, the story was just wasn't there. Neither was Kylie's. Like Kylie... No, do you know what? It was a lovely story, really inspiring, but it just wasn't funny. But then... Am I judging too harshly? Because was it supposed to be funny? I don't know. That's that's, See, that's where my head's at, like completely frizzled right now with this. Like, how am I supposed to react to these? Yeah,
1: but I think that's the beauty of Eureka's performance. Because I think, okay, let's be honest. All the premises of the stories, Kylie and Eureka is your backstage, and Raja as well, your backstage of the show. You go on stage and you have a blunder or a euphoric moment, right? The Mm. premise is the same. However, I feel like, what they could have done was find the moments of humor and shade, or like throw in those inside jokes like mm. the Queen's kind of rifting backstage, blah blah blah, and then end with that kind of emotional ribbon on top of it. And mm. I just don't think I just every story goes back to GCSE, right? A point, evidence, and explanation. That's that's the ingredients of every good essay. Touch with cultural and historical moments. And a little bit of critique theory, right? I just don't think storytelling was taken on a journey for us, for many of the queens.
0: Yeah, it was the same with Trinity as well. I think out of all of them, Trinity felt the most rehearsed. And... I get it. Yeah, RuPaul's done a lot for us in the community and with this show and whatnot. But the way she was like, oh,
1: no. RuPaul is our guardian, guardian angel. angel.
0: It's just like yawn. Like, yeah, we, we know you're trying to suck up to yeah. her. She's, she's got the check, but.
1: But then actually looking at all the performances, I don't think Trinity was the worst in my eyes. Ooh. I think at least Trinity had rhythm. She had, like, maybe it's the gift of going first. You don't know what ride you're in for. Yeah. But I think she had a pep in her step. I think she had energy. She had energy. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, I agree. And her story out of all of them, actually, even though the punchline didn't drop, she had me intrigued by the journey of the story. What was that catfish going to do to her? Yeah, we've all like,
0: and we've all been catfish, right? I mean, if you're living in twenty twenty one, you haven't been catfish yet. From what you're doing. Well, you doing?
1: Live. <laughs> but on the whole, I agree with you. It's one of those um, challenges where left me puzzled i didn't have an intense strong opinion either way mm. and no one really bombed but yeah. i think out of the mediocrity eureka shone the brightest oh yeah i
0: think it's just i think it's a unanimous opinion that everyone's gonna have that eureka won we need to touch upon raja as well do you know what she was middle of the pack i feel like her story was good the dick slipped shenanigans she had on stage. I thought she actually tried to be funny. She actually tried to give us a bit of a show
1: compared to like Ginger and Kylie. I agree, honey. Mm. No, I feel like funny. with Raja, she's blessed with the Eureka effect where your mm. voice and you're like, Aah. I feel yeah. like you've got that rhythm in you. You've got that energy and effervescence. Mm. So you, is it effervescence? Is it yeah, evanescence? I, <laughs> I don't know. But um, you've got that magnetism, which is charisma. I think with Raja as well, on a final note, I think they dramatised her stuttering when it was just literally a brief second of like, <gasps> mm-hmm. and now I'm back into the groove. I think they dramatized that a little bit too much. Like, you know, let the
0: girl breathe. Yeah. All right, well, please shush-a-mush, because it's time for our ad break. We will be back after this to discuss the runway, the lip-syncs smackdown, the final four contestants, and who we want to see take home the crowd mama (laughs) okay umar let's get serious for a second here in the uk our trans siblings and marginalized communities are facing severe attacks in the right-wing
1: press i know i'm just sick of seeing this the lies the hate the spiel it all just has to start Exactly. Media Watch is a new six-part Gay Times original
0: podcast series that dissects, analyzes, and critiques the way LGBTQ plus issues are reported on in the mainstream media.
1: And calls out that bullshit. So if you're scared to dabble in politics, don't worry. This podcast will teach you a thing or two. Speak it,
0: Uma, speak it. Each episode, host Shah Miyasani, is joined by a special guest to look at the ways the press uses misinformation to discriminate against LGBTQ plus people. If you want to explore the truth behind the headlines, subscribe. Subscribe and listen to Media Watch now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You better click on that link. <laughs> and we're and it's time for the runway. So just go, just go ahead. Tell me who'd you love, who'd you hate? What'd you, what'd you uh, tell me.
1: You shish for, you shish your mission for once. <laughs> runway, fashionable fashion fails. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Let's go across the line. Trinity looked fabulous, gorgeous. We both agreed. Mm.
0: Um, what did we say? It before? looked exactly the same as her look from season six when her and Bianca Del Rio. I think they both... Did they? No, they didn't win the challenge, but it was um, when they had to work in a team together and they all came out on the runway in black and white. Yeah. And she looked
1: exactly the same as that. I agree. And that's when... Because she was the first one to come out of the runway. I thought it was going to be like a split screen of like, oh, this mm. is what they did... And they felled on the fashion front on their yeah. previous cycle season. But that wasn't the case. I think Trinity <laughs> looks fabulous, gorgeous. The safety pins actually just looked like an accessory rather than a fashion film. I think mm. Raja, the seamstress to the all-stars, looked fabulous, told the story of your zipper busting open.
0: Also, why was Rue so shocked that Raja makes her outfits? So on week one, she saw her make a dress in, what was it, a minute?
1: That was, that was last year. Yeah, well, it feels like it. That, that was a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, yeah, I think the continuation storyline didn't really work out with that comment. I think Kylie's unique. I'm going to be really honest, looked pub as always, but very costume, Halloween costume party running in for a last minute costume realness with me. She could have taken it more higher. It could have been more drag, like Michelle said, like just blur that ketchup and mustard glitter all over your tits.
0: Well, I don't understand where the fashionable fashion fail theme came into this, this, this this look of hers.
1: um, That's actually true because it's like the garment before the plastic ketchup and mustard wasn't really a fashion look anyway. And maybe she just got a soft pass on this episode. But yeah, I wasn't really getting it. Ginger with the colors, yeah, camp, but um, again, again, no shade. They're running out of costumes and drag at this point. It just looked like a dress, but with makeup bands. Um, she
0: told a story, though, which was Told a
1: story, was cute. Eureka, you found it. Gorgeous. Again, gorgeous. She knows how to sculpt that body, and I think all in all, she looked gorgeous I said to you if I was on that main stage I think Mm. what I would have done was Mm. I would have given a tribute to Chi Chi Devane with the beads popping Mm. I think my fashion fail would have started off as like a beaded gown or swimsuit or whatever and then I pull a thread Mm. let those pearls hit the ground mama and then I think I would have taken a stumble and tripped or did like a you
0: probably actually would have fallen I would have yeah just because the beads would be all over the floor. They'll you would have the, collapsed.
1: It literally would <laughs> be history. If, was it art imitating life? Life imitating art? Like, it would have been that moment. Yeah. But the crowd would have gone wild. <laughs> um, but alas, I'm not a contestant. And I'm not a drag queen. Yes. Um, <laughs> but on the whole, I think it was okay okay um, runway for me. I think Eureka, for me, was the most gorgeous. And Raja.
0: Yeah. I mean, they all looked fan-bloody-tastic, as per, but when it comes to the runway theme, I don't think Kylie committed. Trinity was a bit lazy with it. Mm. Eureka, Ginger and Raja, I feel like, got the assignment, but Eureka looked the best.
1: But also, we always say this, it's like, is a runway look fulfilling the assignment? if you need commentary and explanations and a label on top of it. So I feel like this is the first time where, like, I think maybe the title itself, Fashion Fails, was needed to kind of put it all together. If we didn't have that cue, I don't know where Miss Mustard and Ketchup Mm. and Safety Pin...
0: But then, Umar, let me turn it around here. Because Kylie failed to actually... Do the theme. Did she in
1: fact succeed? Cause she failed. <laughs> oh my god, damn That is riddle we this, riddle me that. I mean, you're blowing me goddamn mind. I just thought of that on the
0: spot. Honestly. wow, that yeah. is
1: yeah. Gemini power. Yeah. But I think <laughs> again, yeah, fuck the assignment if it's yeah. a fashion fail Yeah.
0: Okay, right. Let's go on to Eureka winning her first challenge of the series so far. Like we said earlier, deserved. I don't think like she's taken a spot from anyone in the final four because she has been in every single episode and she clearly won this episode, right? Deserved. Deserved. And we had a case this week where if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom. So mm. the original top four are now in the bottom. <sighs> Hot twist.
1: Could you were coming out with these. Theories and mm. like what fun facts? I don't know. But, do you know yeah. what I think
0: about things sometimes? You think? Yeah, I do think. I should try that. Sometime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I deserved... Mm. Also, throughout the episode, I think Trinity Cabernet was on this weird Eliminate Me campaign, I'm Out The door campaign. Yeah, she was self-sabotaging. Earlier in the episode when
0: she was like, look, if Eureka wins or, you know, if I do worse, then I'm out. And it's like, well, you've just put... You've just basically volunteered as tribute to go.
1: The thing is, they're all going to go off a track record to be PC. Mm. If I was Trinity, I'd be like, listen out the three that are left i have come leaps and bounds and shown my brand has elevated i want to be in that final four this is what i'm going to do if i win the crown this is what i'm going to do if i get to that final showdown and to be honest we were saying this if i was in that position i would try and start a let's get ginger minge (laughs) out agenda no shade to ginger but i think compared Mm. to what is waiting for the queens outside I think Trini could have fought a little bit harder
0: if I was in the final five and you know someone had to decide if I was going to make it to the final four I'd be real I I feel like I'd be evil so I'd be full on like if you don't let me into this final I'm going to ruin your life I'm going to meet your mum outside her place of work I'm going to fuck her up
1: (laughs) (laughs) no you have been really bad this up's good yeah I think you would have I don't know which one of us would have done it but I think someone would have run an Alaska tantrum where it's like, I'm going to be in the final. Like, Actually, you're going me be in the final. How much money do you want? I'm going to yeah, be in the final. Yeah. But, yeah. we're jumping the gun. And what did you think of the actual lip sync between Jada and Veronica?
0: Oh, this was a good one, wasn't it? So, uh, it was revealed to be season 12 champion, Miss Jada Essence. Look over there, Hall. Loved it. I, oh, I loved it. They both gave very, very different performances. So, Jada was doing this, that, the other with her hands, legs, her eyes, her face and Ginger was, Ginger? Eureka
1: <laughs> was just rolling, 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 rolling around that stage. I feel like we both never screamed more than when Eureka was walking towards a lipstick box <laughs> with a <the> clown <laughs> 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 and the clown outfit. I agree. I think they took different interpretations. I think Jada was more a rock and robin, whatever kind of, jazzy, Elvis Presley kind of dancey genre, you want to call that. Mm. Whereas I think Eureka, a queen of my own heart, just get on the floor and start rolling around.
0: Yeah, so good, so fun. Loved it. I think it was a
1: deserved double win, but I think, did they just do the double win
0: just for dramatic effect? Was there a clear winner?
1: Um, No, I think a double win, because I think both of them were so different. Yeah, If Jada was against maybe a Sonique, maybe it would have been more of like mm. similar queens doing a similar thing and the new pick. But I think both of them took it so comically to both extreme lengths. I think it yeah. deservedly was a double tripper.
0: Yeah. And ultimately, Miss TKB got the chop.
1: Knockout saw it coming didn't we saw it coming it's still sad though do you yeah. know what i mean it's still sad and i think even in the whole backstage untucked deliberation moment like it was sad to see trinity um be down but like i said maybe the competition got a little bit too much of the better of her yeah. and i just don't think she should have sold herself down the river yeah.
0: But the thing is, out of all of the queens in that top five, I feel like Trinity K. Benet has had the highest highs. I mean, she's won two maxi challenges, and those two she won. She slayed, such as the girl group's one and the funny acting one. Do you remember that one? Fix it, bitch. Fix it, bitch. And then also, she could have won as Beyonce in that Super Bowl challenge. T. And also, the fashion has been great. Amazing. And she was in the best lip sync of the season, physical with Laganja. Yeah. Like, she has had a fucking season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you think about it, even Winner's lip syncs, even though she didn't win them, she put on a high energy show compared to other stuff. But yeah, uh, but then again, from season six to now, such growth, Mm. such elevation. There's a bigger audience waiting for Trinity out there now. So, yeah. She gon' be fine. She gon' be on the road. Mm-hmm. She gon' do the damn k And she met Tina Knowles.
0: Yeah. Dreams
1: do come true. Yeah.
0: Okay, Umar, quick, 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 quick fire
1: round. Eureka O'Hara, Redemption Queen, deserved. Finally got a win. Love to see it. Yeah, mama. Yeah, this was her episode. Gingermin. I'm a little bit bored of oh. the mechanical pageant smile ginger thing. I don't think the Crown's has. Oh, Kylie Sonielo. Cute backstory. Didn't really take me anywhere up or down. Firm safe. Yeah. Raja O'Hara. Fabulous mama. I think she looks fabulous in the runway. And I think she did a solid performance on the C-U-N-T monologue. challenge.
0: Trinity K. Bonet.
1: Good job. Good, good job. Good job. And it's never easy being the top four and then becoming the top five and then not making top four. But I think she did herself phenomenally yeah. just yes.
0: all right Uma. i'm gonna hit you with a question okay so we're one week away from the final of rupaul's drag race all-star six who would you like to see win the crown
1: and the hundred thousand doulas i'm gonna say mm-hmm. eureka i think at this point throw that track record out the door i don't really care about the track record i think mm-hmm. all of them are all-stars All four of you are phenomenal all-stars. You can do comedy, fashion, Mm -hmm. performance, choreography, lip-syncing. All of you are phenomenal. And I just think if we want to measure it into charisma, unique, as never talent, I think Eureka has all of that in abundance. And I don't understand why the fandom is so on the edge or on the fence of Eureka, because I think this has been such a phenomenal season for her.
0: Yeah. This has been her best season ever, I would honestly say. And if you were to ask me who I would want to win, I'm going to give you a very diplomatic response and say I would honestly be happy with any of this top four winning. Oh, God. shut up. I oh, think I agree. Shut with, up. Yeah. Tell I, me a name now. Nah. Uh, okay. I also have just adored everything Eureka has done in season. I think she's never flopped once. She's been hilarious. This has been her best ever season of Drag Race. But then Raja, what a redemption. I
1: think for me, it's between Eureka and Raja. I agree. But also, I know it sounds really mean, because what's the point of having a 13-week competition if you're not going to consider the early weeks? But I do think, especially this last kind of leg of the race, I think Eureka's dominant. She's confident. Her fashion's not boltering. I think there's so much buzz and excitement. And let's be honest, every episode, whether Eureka wasn't on the top, she was good. Yeah. She was good. Exactly. And I don't think she's been on as much of a chaotic roller coaster compared to the other queens. But then I love Kylie and I love Raj. So I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know. I love them all. On next week's final of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 6, the top four queens will write, record, and perform a verse to RuPaul's new country esque single. And a new queen will follow in the footsteps of Chad, Alaska, Trixie, Monet, Trinity, and Shay in a Hall of Fame. Who must
1: say goodbye, mama? I'm not going to say that. But what I am going to say is goodbye, mama. (laughs) But that's what I just said. Bye.
0: Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you're following At Gay Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ news, culture, and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thank you for listening.